Gossip Nista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO, Gossip Nista. Hey everyone, I'm so excited about today's episode. You know, have you ever just had questions that you needed someone to answer? And when you finally do, it's like such great information. You just want to share it with everyone. So that's what I feel about this episode. It's just a curiosity that came across and then I thought, okay, this could actually be beneficial to so many other people. So here I am. On today's show, I have Moses as my guest who's a New York Airbnb host in Manhattan and has made it a great side hustle. We'll talk about how you can become a host if it's something you've ever thought about in the city and how to be successful at it. Also, the benefits of it. And of course, there's always a horror story or two. So please brace yourself for this one. And I recommend no children. We'll also delve into why renting an Airbnb may be more beneficial to truly getting that real New York experience in the city when visiting and so much more. With that being said, here's my interview with Moses. Moses, welcome. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me, Mariana. It's great to be on your show. Yes, of course. I'm so happy to be chatting with you, connecting and talking this subject and and you giving us all your insight on it. So before we actually jump into that, I want to hear about your native New York status, (laughs) right? Your story. Yeah, for sure. So I'm originally from Brooklyn, born, Mm -hmm. raised. Uh, I've I moved away from Brooklyn um, when I was about in like ninth grade, maybe like 12 or 13. I mm-hmm. went to the suburbs. My mom had got a new job. Um, so yeah, where's the suburbs? Yeah. So for the, I was in, I went kind of like that transition from like being in like a, you know, big urban public school to like a suburban kind of like sleepy town for high school. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a big transition in like the middle of like, you know, adolescence and all that going on and um so what part what borough brooklyn where are so you from specifically uh we're from cobble hill um, oh there we go yeah not so, borough yeah, neighborhood like, <laughs> neighborhood yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like a little quite like very family oriented neighborhood okay perfect and then so how long were you out of the city before you came back in the city and then what has your experience been in new york ever since yeah, so uh, I was out of the city for about eight years, so mm-hmm. four years for high school, and then you know four years for my undergrad. I was in, um, I moved to Delaware, and then I was in Pennsylvania, and I lived in Jersey one summer. But I, wow. you know, during that time, like you know, I'd always come back to New York, like some weekends and holidays, because mm-hmm. like you know, my roots are here, my family's still here, my extended family. So, you know, while I was away from the city, it was never too, too far away. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like 
general tri-state, right? Yeah, so, exactly. And and then so, I mean, what is it you love about New York and what is it that you dislike about New York? Just share with us. Share for people that don't know. Yeah, about New York. absolutely. So New York is, uh, it's a one-of-a-kind place. Like I, I've traveled a lot of different places around the world, um, mm-hmm. you know, continents, like from Europe, South America, Africa, and mm-hmm. You know, there, I've been to big cities like London and Paris, and, and New York is, while it's a big city, similar to like, you know, those others, it's mm-hmm. unique in the way that it has kind of like this dynamic, you know, it's really, it's really hard to like put into words, but the city's alive. You can, the city definitely has a rhythm. It's, it's very alive. Mm-hmm. I just love the energy. I love how dynamic it is. I love how there's, there's like beauty and sadness and like how transient things are. Yeah, but it, it's a uh, it's definitely a unique place, um, and that you know you can run into all different kinds of people from any part of the world here. So it never gets mm-hmm. boring. So that's what I like about New York. I love that. And what do you dislike? There must be something. Well, yeah, <laughs> that New York will drive you crazy. Um, mm, why? Uh, it's just like sometimes it's just like sensory overload. It's like so it's very loud. Um, mm-hmm. It, you know, the city isn't the cleanest city by any stretch. It's pretty dirty. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. it being loud and dirty kind of goes into, you know, being that classic New York character. Like, you know, that you see in mm-hmm. movies like the Gotham or you know, yeah. it's other different portrayals under different names. You know, whenever yeah. you see like yeah. a kind of like dark, a little dirty, kind of like, you know, a very built yeah. up city, you can probably bet it took some inspiration from New York. Yeah. And so um, last question about New York. What advice would um, you give to someone who is new to the city? I would say keep an open mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, I know a lot of the things about our city is a bit unconventional. Like, for example, the subway system. Yeah. At, at first, like for a newcomer, it, it can probably overwhelming. You know, it's impossible to understand like what the train conductor is ever saying. Uh-huh. I would just be patient and like if you get lost, don't panic. You'll be okay. That's part of um, mm-hmm. being in New York. Oh, that's such great advice. That is so true. The subway. And um, so I'm glad you touched on that. I have an interview um, on this podcast with um, Subway Creatures. He's got millions of followers and um, he kind of shows what happens underneath the subway and he kind of shared some tips on the subway. So. That'll be helpful. Listen to that episode, guys. Um, But aside from that, Moses, uh, you've been working, I would say pretty hard, like doing Airbnb um, for a while. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. So let's dive into that. How long have you been doing Airbnb and how did you get into it? Yeah, so I've been Airbnb for about a year and a half now as a host. I've um, okay. done Airbnb, um, you know, as a guest for a few years um, prior to that. Mm-hmm. So the hosting part, let's talk about the hosting. You know, you got into the hosting part a year ago. How many would you say homes are you Airbnb? Tell us about just your Airbnb experience overall. Yeah. So I started off with um, one. Mm-hmm. I'm currently at three looking to add a fourth how does that even happen though i mean like so you have one home right with the home you live in and and then um like how do you have more homes than one i guess i wouldn't say they're each of them i have one home that's like you know fully mine that you know i rest my head in um every Mm -hmm. night 
Um, but the other homes, uh, so it's a network, right? Mm-hmm. We, I work with, you know, some other hosts who also do this. You know, we, we go together jointly because, you know, you, you have to keep in mind when you're Airbnb in, Airbnb in New York, there's a lot of rules and, mm. you know, regulation. And, you know, you always have to play, like, you know, within the letter of the law just, you know, to be safe. And that's for both you and your guests because you don't mm-hmm. want your guests to, like, get, you know, mixed into something, you know, mm-hmm. that they shouldn't be that, you know, that could ruin anyone's holiday. Yes. So so you work within a network of hosts and um, you have one main home and then you guys all have, I guess, they have their own homes and, and yeah. you, you guys kind of rent in between them. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, so what are some of the pros and cons of, of being a host? So there's definitely like, you know, the pro, you know, you, you do it for the money. Okay. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to the money. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest pro is, mm-hmm. I would say is like, you know, the ability to make a little extra cash on your home while, you know, sometimes you meet some interesting people along the way. Let's touch on these two subjects. So the money aspect, so you're renting your home and, and you're not renting for, say, the complete house itself, which I think that's frowned upon in general, I think, in New York. Um, you're renting a room. Mm-hmm. Um, so describe your um, your home to us. You have two, three rooms, and then you just rent a room out. And how does it equal you know, it being a benefit with the money? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had roommates in the past and, um, I went into Airbnb kind of to like escape the roommates mm. situation as well. Cause you know, um, like, you know, when you Airbnb your home, you can kind of like make the rules, you can set mm-hmm. the standard, that kind of thing. Whereas when you have roommates, it's kind of different. Like, you know, everyone has people right. say. So currently I am in a four bedroom, two bathroom home yeah. uh, here in New mm-hmm. York. One of those rooms is for my personal use. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also mm-hmm. how it remains legal because, you know, whenever I'm hosting, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is my primary home. Uh, and, you know, the other rooms, the other three rooms, they're available on Airbnb. Awesome. So then those get rented out and it's better than having a, a roommate. And, you know, I'm assuming the amount for which these rooms rent end up, you know, paying for the difference in, in the, the rent and then maybe even giving you some extra for yourself and, and profiting and it being just a benefit way beyond having a roommate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like you, um, you know, on your monthly expenses, mm-hmm. you can definitely, you know, make some, some months, you know, I've made like $1,500, $2,000. Additional? Yeah. Like after everything is paid, you know, that that's just what I like, you know, I put in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and, and you know, that's like almost like another check. Exactly. Wow. But you also like have amazing amenities, right? I mean, it's not like this for everyone. So this is not something that someone can be like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do the same that Moses is because um, it, it does depend on a lot of criteria like the area you're in, the um, uh, space you have to rent, how many rooms you have, um, how many bathrooms you have, whether you have washer and dryer and all this good stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So every, you know, that all factors into the price, um, location, Mm -hmm. uh, what the space offers, how big the space is. Mm -hmm. um, It's all and then like, you know, what kind of things are unique about the space that, you know, mm-hmm. um, like kind of like that are niche that, you know, right. people are willing to pay a little more for. So all these kind of different things factor into like what the final price is. And- so you have to 
also be good at marketing yourself through that Airbnb listing and uh, putting up good photos. Before, before I jump into that, let's go into the cons of, of being an Airbnb host, and then we'll go into tips a little later. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely been some cons. Gossip Nista here. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I wanted to hop in here as always to please ask that you subscribe, rate, and review the Gossip Nista podcast. That truly is what keeps me motivated to continue producing this content for you. Also, please be sure to stay till the end as I will come in to share some of my Airbnb tips and tricks as a guest in New York. Now, back to the show. The biggest con is like when you feel like someone has, you know, mistreated your home and not like, you know, accidentally, like you can feel like it's been willful. Right. Oh, that wow. has probably um, been like the biggest con. It, it's very rare, honestly, mm-hmm. because Airbnb kind of like creates a system with reviews and transparency that like you really are disincentivized from being like a shitty guest. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know based on that because it, it reflects on you like you know it, mm-hmm. it becomes part of like that you know history right i like that but okay so let's let's talk specifics tell me some crazy stories share um you know oh man <laughs> there was it was june um we had mm-hmm. this guest he was a solo traveler. Mm-hmm. He came to visit New York, you know, under the guise of like, you know, he's seeing friends and family, um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. He even like brought us like a bottle of wine, like as like like a gift yeah. or like you know that sort of thing. Thanks. Yeah, like you know, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of where things started going downhill. So mm-hmm. we, you know, in our rules, like you know, we create like kind of house rules to ensure like you know, the comfort of everyone in the home during their stay. Right. A lot of those were completely ignored. Like yeah. this dude um, had brought like random people over. Um, like, I, I, I don't know how racy this podcast is, but there were like sex parties oh. apparently going on in his, his room. Wow. How did you know that specifically? I mean, were you hearing? Oh, we saw the aftermath. <laughs> the aftermath was like, no. and then there was the complaint from the guests next door that, there was these really strange, loud noises coming from the room uh-huh. at night that were like disturbing them and making them uncomfortable. Oh, um, so I, I mean, just like kind of fast forward when we went to the room, like when it was given back to us, mm-hmm. um, there were all types of bodily fluids. Oh my gosh! On the sheets, so um, there was fecal matter on the wall. What? Um, it was really like you can you can just like it's just like some something i don't know out of like a horror movie no oh my gosh really really disgusting disgusting no way (laughs) okay so um (laughs) then this happens with this guy who buttered you up oh my god just the fact that i even said that okay let's (laughs) let's delete that no i'm not going to but it just made me think yeah it was uh it was pretty gross um like and like there was like i think there was like lubricant like uh-huh. caked into the walls so we had yeah. to actually repaint the room um we lost 4 days of prime july bookings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because we had to close the room because like you know we couldn't host anyone in a room in the condition that it was in it would just be like 
unacceptable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. So what was the outcome for this guy? I hope like he was banned or something. Uh, I don't know if he was banned, but we were honest um, in the review. Prior to leaving the review, we had a long back and forth exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to document the condition that the room was re- returned mm-hmm. in. Um, we, we created a case with Airbnb. We opened up pretty much like a resolution mm-hmm. case. Um, so we tried to recover about $500 worth of damages, mm, okay. um, for the room because it wasn't just like he, you know, he, he broke this and that was that, like the room mm-hmm. had to like, you know, we had to get professional work done to the room. Like, you know, the paint is like, you know, bespoke, we yeah. had to get new paint, we had to hire contractors to paint the room. Right. It was really like, it was bad. Wow. And, and um, just glad that didn't yeah. discourage you and you, you know, you guys kept going on, on the opposite hand, I guess let's just, uh, I know I've already asked for pros and you mentioned some, but let's talk like pros of like good people you eat, right? Um, how many people have you seen come in and out since you've started this? You know, what are some pros of some of them? Um, I, I don't, I don't, it's been a lot. Definitely. It's probably, I would say to an estimate, maybe like around 250 people wow. or so. maybe wow. more than that, 300 it's been a lot of people I, wow. I really um don't know it's and it's in new york so it's very like fast paced and mm-hmm. we have people that stay for one night some people stay for longer mm-hmm. so you don't really um meet all your guests you don't connect with all of them but there's mm-hmm. some guests like you know that you know you, you stay in touch with that you know you mm-hmm. actually become friends with that you know mm-hmm. you just meet people Um, and you know that there's like a connection there. Yeah. Um, and that's been really, that's been one of the more rewarding parts of it. So. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Now, um, I'm just curious about these people since you see so many people come in and out, right? Um, are they mostly people just like tourists and and visiting for a day or two, or is it people staying long-term and, and, and looking to make a move to New York? Is it people, uh, you know, what is a commonality maybe you've seen yeah so i mean like it's all of the above honestly um there's people that are here for their first time that Mm -hmm. are you know just kind of here to like see if they like new york or fall in love with new york there's people here that are all like their fourth or fifth visit that just love the city and they just you know love being here Mm -hmm. um there's also people that come that you know are in like some sort of transition in their life whether they're moving here or they're you know, uh, going to university here or graduate school. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, um, you know, it's, it's literally the whole, the whole gambit. Okay. Okay. That's cool. And, um, one thing I wanted as a curious Airbnb or myself, um, you know, when you're say like you're the host and I'm looking to book and, um, you, you book some bookings, like directly just let you book and it's like, Hey, your reservations confirmed. And then others is like, no, and you have to um, go through like an approval. Like, what's that like? Do do you have yeah. to set that up? Mm-hmm. So that uh, so Airbnb does give hosts a lot of control over how they like to host, like whether they want to do it all the time or part time. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. they give hosts the option to screen their bookings should they choose to. So mm-hmm. Airbnb gives you like, you know, their default like, you know, um, this is these are people that we approve to use our platform um you know you're you can instantly accept their booking if you wish um and we also kind of give that blessing 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that we use, we, by default, you go with the, uh, instant booking. So we let mm-hmm. people, you know, if they meet Airbnb's criteria, they can book our place and mm-hmm. that's it. However, okay. there are other hosts, um, that don't think that's enough. They would rather like kind of like chat with their potential guests first, mm-hmm. see if like they feel like there's a good match. Um, and if there is, they'll allow them like they can approve them or if they feel that's not the case they could decline mm, um, okay yeah so that's those are the, that's a little different there. you've never not felt safe doing uh your airbnb hosting have you oh i've always felt safe um there's been times where like you know um honestly like some guests like they come off a little weird um and that's that's completely normal sometimes it's just like you have to like get accustomed to like maybe different cultural norms Mm -hmm. that maybe like you know um we might not be accustomed to like things that are just a little different and yeah so it's just it's just that's been about the worst of it there's never been a time where i've like felt like you know i'm not safe in my own home Okay, that's good. That's good. And I'm sure if that's for you, then it's the same for for others as well who are actually staying there. Um, so I mean, overall, would you um consider being an Airbnb host like a good thing and an easy thing to do and something that most anyone can do? Um, I think it's a good thing and an easy thing to do mm-hmm. if you're committed to it. I don't think it's for everyone mm-hmm. because I'm not sure if everyone can really commit to it because to do it the right way, mm-hmm. you need to be committed to it. Otherwise, like, you know, your ratings will reflect that. Okay. You know, the commentary left by guests will reflect that. Mm, okay. Um, so I feel like, you know, if you're going to do it, you know, do it right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, just don't do it at all. Okay. I like that. But so when you say committed, can you define, you know, what that means? Yeah. So I think um, number one is like, you know, be committed to the guest experience. Mm-hmm. You know, try to um, find ways to like, you know, ensure that your guest has the simplest, easiest and most comfortable mm-hmm. experience possible. You know, also like it's quality right make sure like the space is clean Mm -hmm. make sure like you know they can move around easily make sure that if they have any questions or anything that they're unsure about that you know they have someone that they can reach out to right okay so so you would consider those like top tips for someone wanting to to start hosting in new york like what would i guess new york specific those would be it i would say um my top tips to be a successful host um mm-hmm. i guess number one be clean because you know nobody mm-hmm. wants to like go to an apartment that's like dirty that like you know it's dusty you know they can mm-hmm. get like you know an infection from like using the bathroom or something mm-hmm. like that oh, like you want yeah. you want to like make sure you're running a clean shop right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. next thing is like you know be friendly be outgoing and be committed to your the guest experience. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be like, you know, doing little extra things, like maybe like having a coffee maker available for use, pots and pans, yeah. oil, mm-hmm. salt, pepper, you know, kind of those kind of things that people kind of expect when they go to a home, not like a hotel room, you know, the little things that make it a home. Yeah, I like that. Now, but okay, um, I do want to emphasize one thing. I, I think, you know, you're, you're giving a lot of good tips and points, but 
as you mentioned, unless you're committed to it, it's something that you discourage people not to do because it is a lot of work, right? Like tell me about the work aspect of, of, you know, what it takes from you to run a successful Airbnb, um, you know, home and also be able to make money off of it. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, you definitely have to be committed to like, you know, maintaining a clean home, whether Mm -hmm. that's, you know, you cleaning or hiring a good cleaning service. Mm -hmm. Um, there's also the aspect of like Mm check-ins. So for all of our listings, we've gone the way of self check-in, meaning we give the guests, you know, like ownership over like, you know, their check-in. So like once, like, let's say check-in times at three, you know, once your clock arrives, like, you know, we don't have to be here to let them in. They can, you know, let themselves in and kind of like, you know, we'll give them like kind of like that independent like experience. Like they've just walked into like their home. So is it um, a lock key or an electronic check-in? Um, we So it depends. Some of our homes, you know, we have, um, you know, classic, you know, like uh, the lock box, mm-hmm. with like a key, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so of some of our newer homes, um, we go with, we prefer the electronic, um, mm-hmm. just because it's a little easier to manage, you know, with keys and like access. Um, it makes it also easier for the guests because they don't have to worry about fumbling around with keys or if they lose a key, that right. kind of thing. It just avoids all those headaches. Right. So then you just give someone a code and they would just push that and they'd get into the building as well as the apartment. Yeah, exactly. So it, it makes our lives easier and like, you know, the host life easier too. Makes both parties a lot easier. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so doing it or doing it, you said only if you're committed, right? Yeah, doing so. if you're committed. Otherwise, because like, then like, you know, you're going to, it's going to become a headache for you because then guests are going to complain. And then if mm-hmm. you get like too many, you know, unhappy guests and Airbnb will step in and like, They'll like give you like also warnings like, you know, you need to bring up your quality. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're going to suspend you from the platform. So mm-hmm. it's like it's better if, like if you're going to do it, that you're like committed to it and, you know, you do it the mm-hmm. right way. Yeah. And um, you prefer guests who like stay longer or shorter? Because I mean, there's a huge turnaround of you having to like clean sheets, like clean things and supply new things. Like it's almost like not a. I mean, like a hotel in a sense. Yeah, yeah. It can feel like a hotel. Like when you get like a lot of back-to-back, like one-nighters and two-nighters, it can be like really, um, you know, it can be a headache. Even like if you're not not doing the cleaning, just a matter of coordinating all the time with the cleaning uh, Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. That can also, you know, start to be a drag. Mm -hmm. And then also like, you know, if you have back-to-back cleanings all the time, then it like, you know, the, the cost goes up and mm-hmm. is it then worth it mm-hmm. some people um tend to do like minimum stays of like two days or mm-hmm. four days three days you know anything mm-hmm. that they feel comfortable with mm-hmm. can you as a host actually go in there and put like i will only have people stay at my place that want to stay a minimum of three nights or longer or so yes yes yeah. you can so the the beauty of the platform is it gives you like infinite customizability mm-hmm. so you can essentially you know set that you know i only want to host let's say on fridays and uh, on fridays i only want to have like guests that stay like the whole weekend or something mm-hmm. or like if you have like a month like you know you're going away on vacation and you don't want to like worry about flipping rooms or something 
You can set like minimums of a week or, you know, two weeks or, you know, even like the whole month, whatever you, you know, feel comfortable with, you can do. Wow. That's awesome. So you're, you're pretty much able to make it work based on your schedule, your availability, make some extra um, cash a month. And, you know, you, you do have to clean up and work a, a little bit on, on the side. But overall, would you say like you love Airbnb and, you know, you're glad you got into? Oh, yeah. hundred yeah. um, percent. I'm so happy that I've done it. Um, honestly, it's been life changing in the sense that like, really? I have, you know, extra money. Um, mm-hmm. I've met a lot of cool people. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like my house is also a lot cleaner now all the time because I have to always be like on my toes, you know, because mm-hmm. I have guests coming. So that's also been a nice part of it. Um, that's awesome. I mean, one of the biggest factors in New York is, you know, rent and how expensive it is anywhere from 25 and up, right, um, yeah. on average. So, I mean, if you're being able to take care of your rent and then have additional income and then have your job. it's like, wow, that's, um, that's amazing for, for anyone. I'm sure. Yeah. You're, you're right. It's really a yeah. big win. Cause like, you know, New York is, I think it's the most expensive city in America. Um, one of the most expensive in the world. Um, definitely it's like top five. Yeah. So, you know, making it here, they say like, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's up to you, um, New York, New York was is I'm, I'm like laughing here <laughs> because I can't tell you the amount of times this has come up on, um, all my interviews and it's literally a slogan for my podcast now. I think so. I don't know if I am allowed that copyright, <laughs> but, but yes. Um, so you're making it and Airbnb is helping and um no complaints on that end uh i mean any um thing maybe i have not asked and i know i'm missing a lot of questions here guys because i'm i'm the kind of person that listens to podcasts and i'm like oh well i have a million questions to ask and really when you're in this seat right now which i'm in as the host and moses is speaking to me you forget <laughs> and if you prepare so um is there anything I may have missed or that you could share with uh, the listeners, Moses, that will help them in um, getting in specifically the, an Airbnb apartment up in New York yeah. and hosting? I would say um, think about like, you know, what your comfort level is. Um, think about what you want your experience to be. So I guess for the first one, like number one, your comfort level, are you okay sharing a home with another person like should you book like just a room right and like in an apartment like something that we offer um because you don't want to like get like you know buyer's remorse or something like that like you know you can show up and like you're unhappy and you just have a terrible experience and then like that's also kind of disheartening for the host because you know they want you to have a good experience as well um right so think about like what your comfort level is so like maybe you're like a kind of person that needs like a whole apartment to themselves and you know there's mm-hmm. that's definitely available too um so if that's something that you want you know just keep in mind um yeah. another thing is like you know what sort of experience do you want to have like do you want to live you know like a true new york like maybe like you know not live like i guess mm-hmm. in midtown or like you know go somewhere like you know more residential like maybe like you know brooklyn or like Washington mm-hmm. Heights, like, you know, some of these like kind of trendy up and coming neighborhoods that like you know, locals mm-hmm. are like in love with. Um, mm-hmm. Or do you want like, do you want like your classic, you know, like, you know, Times Square 
like as you walk out the front door kind of experience like you know think about what you want out of your new york experience so these were tips for um, people yeah. who would be looking to stay at an airbnb in new york correct yeah definitely. okay so you're kind of pointing out that they should um know a little bit of the area where they want to stay and um j- just depending on where that's that's going to make them the happiest, right? Without buyer's remorse in a sense. And if they're comfortable also sharing with someone versus having their own space. And um, I I love that you um, brought that up because um, one of the biggest things is, you know, um, people are coming to New York and they're, they're going to stay somewhere. Right. And then there's a choice between a hotel and Airbnb. Um, What are the benefits of an Airbnb versus a hotel? Would you say? Yeah, so um, definitely the benefits of an Airbnb are you kind of like you get like a lens into like what the life of a New Yorker is like, you know, not what you see on, uh, you know, Sex in the City or like uh, (laughs) uh, what's, you know, like like the Avengers, like, you know, with Tony Stark and his like Stark or whatever. Like you get what an actual like New Yorker uh, Mm -hmm. is like. um, And then, you know, you also uh get like the things that you wouldn't get in a hotel like you know a kitchen to like make breakfast and like mm-hmm. you might have like a much bigger room at a smaller mm-hmm. price so like maybe instead of splurging on a hotel you can mm-hmm. splurge a little on like you know a broadway show that you really wanted to see or like you know a michelin star restaurant that you've always been wanting to visit like that kind of thing Yes, I, I love that you brought up that point, that point that you, that's what I wanted to touch upon that, you know, really, when you stay at an Airbnb, to me, one of um, the best experiences, um, particularly in New York, before actually, you know, making the transition there was, um, you know, seeing the inside of a New York home, you know, experiencing New York as a New Yorker, like you mentioned, really being able to, to you know, just wake up, go to the subways, uh, live the real life, the hustle and the bustle without it actually being touristy, <laughs> you know, you know, so um, yeah. that that's the great benefit of an Airbnb on top of just great prices, meeting New Yorkers and, and I mean, I can go on and on, um, but. Uh, so, you know, while you can save money at an Airbnb, mm-hmm. Um, there's like some cons to saying at an Airbnb versus a hotel, like, Mm. you know, for example, uh, I spoke of my horror story earlier, Mm. um, you know, with our one guest that had, you know, like held a lot of debauchery in someone's room in their house. Um, if you're kind of like, you know, no judgment, if you're going to come to New York to party, you know, out of your mind and you want to just have like that, you know, you want that experience. Mm Like, go for the hotel, mm-hmm. um, you know, because hotels are better equipped to manage those situations and clean up afterward and all that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, someone's Airbnb might be so. Mm-hmm. And it might save you a headache, you know, with of an upset host. Yeah. Yeah. So respect your host and respect the space you're in, guys. If you are um, Airbnb, there's, yeah, Moses made a great point. You know, go to the hotel if you're looking to party. And if you're looking to get the actual true New York experience, you can um, head to the Airbnb. But um, I, I, I love what you're doing and I, I loved all the insight you shared, Moses. Uh, I think people are going to be grateful regarding this because um, many ask, 
you know, how do I even get um, my apartment up on Airbnb? And maybe that's a good question to ask. Yeah. So um, the first thing that you'd want to do is take good photos, you know, mm-hmm. clean up, you know, make your apartment look the best it's ever looked. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to, you want to like show your best side on that listing because that's what people see and that's how they decide whether they want to stay at your home or not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, make sure those photos are accurate because the worst, worst thing you mm-hmm. can do as a host is over promise and under deliver. That mm-hmm. is just like, that, that's just like that, that, that brings bad reviews, you know, you know, just bad reputation and like it makes them you know getting bookings a bit more challenging mm-hmm. so take good photos be honest and you know transparent about everything about your space you know the good the bad the ugly everything um mm-hmm. and then you know you can expect a smoother hosting experience cool cool that's easy enough guys i mean everyone's out there on their social medias you know posting the best photos ever do that on your airbnb but don't Again, like Moses said, over promise and under deliver. Um, that's some great tips, Moses. I don't want to let you go, but I guess <laughs> we're going to have to. Um, so again, thanks, Moses, for sharing these tips with the lis- listeners about Airbnb and, and how to make the most of it, whether they're going to host or stay in one in New York City. Uh, appreciate you and everything you do. We will talk soon. Thank you. Thanks, Mariana. Thanks for having me on the show. Wow. Airbnb in New York is a great side hustle. That was my biggest takeaway today. DM me and let me know what your biggest takeaway was and if this episode inspired you to become a host. I'd love to hear from you. But first, I'd like to briefly recap some key points Moses mentioned throughout our interview. One, he's in a network with other Airbnb hosts who help one another in getting their rooms rented. I didn't quite ask him how he got into it and if you must be in one to be successful at Airbnb. So maybe I'll have another episode on this. Let me know if you guys would like to hear about that. But I'm pretty sure and positive based on other people, I know you don't have to be in a network to be successful, particularly in Manhattan and Brooklyn for Airbnb. Number two, he's paying rent and sometimes making an additional $1,500 to $2,000 a month in his pocket. Wow. Okay, but really, let's hypothetically say his rent is about $3,500 for a four-bedroom, two-bath. And let's stick to the low end of his additional earnings at the $1,500 a month. Lastly, let's only equate eight months as good renting months because no one's going to come here in the dead of winter and we're exiting out about four months on that. So that means literally there's potential of earning nearly 40k a year on top of your already nine to five job. So that is literally, as Moses mentioned, a whole other paycheck in some areas of this country. Lastly, don't all run, first of all, to go get a four bedroom now. I'm sure there's additional, you know, income in any spare room you have to Airbnb in the city. 
The third and final thing I'll touch upon is the quality Moses preached upon that one must have to be successful at Airbnb in New York, or I think for that matter, anywhere in this world. And that is number one, cleanliness. Number two, truly being committed to it and not just half-assing it. Number three, always having a great customer experience mentality. So the customer comes first and really making it a rewarding experience for them. I mean, it's simple at the end of the day, guys. And I really hope this recap has helped. Lastly, to quickly touch upon my tips as an Airbnb guest in New York and why it's such an amazing experience. One, you get to truly live like a New Yorker by Airbnb a room or a home, particularly by seeing the inside of that home. Literally, you, you get to see the inside. How often do you get that? You generally go to a new state or country and stay at a hotel, but this is actual living. Two, you get to meet amazing native New Yorkers like Moses and make new friends and connections in a new city. That's always awesome. And three, if you're looking to move here and not sure what neighborhood you want to live in quite yet, you can always Airbnb a place in that neighborhood and explore it for a while as well as several other neighborhoods and boroughs before settling into a more permanent situation. There is long-term Airbnbs. Some people prefer you stay there a month or two. So give that a try. Those are top three tips for me. I can talk about this topic and give you so many other tips coming from a tourist and local perspective. But we'll end it here and maybe have another episode in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Gossip Mista. Your support means the world. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends. Can't wait till next week's episode? Follow along on Instagram at Gossamista to get my latest New York happenings. But if you live and breathe New York City like I do and want even more, go to our website at gossipnista.com, explore, and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO, Gossip Nista.